Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now pre-roll time this podcast is brought to you by inked marketing and inked marketing crowdfunded comic for this here episode belongs to the listener the listener going live february 15th yep right around the corner here the listener is a series revolving around our main character Addie. he's a native american soldier loosely based on leslie tebow a native american vet who fought and dealt with horrifying circumstances. Addy inherits the abilities of the listener when his father dies, allowing him to see the dead, as well as other supernatural beings. We pepper supernatural horror into the narrative of our story, a modern take on old stories, myths, religion, and campfire tales. One of our biggest strengths setting them apart from all of the others. I said us and them. I'm starting to realize that the the, the, the copy here is written... Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, regardless, regardless, you know what the hell we're getting at, man. They're, they're, they're separated, and uh, they're, they're, the thing is, they're separ- they're, their stories are actually long-forgotten truth. And why, why, do I, why do I know this? Because I actually had Dustin Burnell on the podcast, and he will, this episode, his episode will be airing uh, Monday, son of a bitch. So, yeah, catch uh, so many more details on all of that, but in the meantime... Uh, it's never too early to jump on over to Kickstarter and uh, get on the wait list before February 15th for The Listener. So Kickstarter, search The Listener. Once again, proudly, proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing. Age of Radio. Well, hello again. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and uh, this is episode 283, I think. 283. Well, the 283rd episode, if it is in fact the 283rd episode, will be a Polis Priorities. I'll be going over the books coming out on the 17th, and the books also due to be ordered by the weekend. Otherwise, you're not going to get them. Also known as the FOCs, the final order cutoff. So, um, yeah, how you doing? How you doing? You ready for the weekend? Huh? Huh? Did you get enough of the weekend last weekend? Because... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why that just popped into my head. Other than the fact that that horrible, horrible uh, 18 minutes will never, ever be um, unseared from my brain. Like a train wreck. Just couldn't look away. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, good for you. You're you're better off for it. You're better off for it. And if you do, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I know the Super Bowl's already a long uh, oh, I said it. Uh, it's a long... It's done. It's, it's it's history. It is what it is. But still. Um, I guess it can't go without being said, right? Comics. Let's talk about fucking comics. You thought I was going to talk about sports for a second, huh? You thought I was going to say some stuff. You thought I was going to have an opinion about sports. Well, you're wrong. What you do for that is you go over to Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. That's where you get your sports stuff. And not just opinion. We're talking fact. Um... Yeah, man. Yeah, so let's let's talk about this, huh? Uh, in, in all seriousness, not that going over to the Ocho Duro Porleo or ODPH isn't a serious matter. You should do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's talk about the books that are due to be ordered by the weekend. Starting with DC, if you don't order these books, if you don't pre-order them, then your shop doesn't know how many to order. And if they don't know how many to order, then they don't know to order for you. 
So what happens if you can't show up super early on Wednesday and they decided they didn't want to order a whole bunch of books? You don't get it. And then you have to go on the internet. It sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, I slip up every once in a while and forget stuff. I mean, I have intentions. Uh, Obviously, I I fill out a poll list every week. But, yeah, as it is, stuff happens. And for that, I have Hooked on Comics. Look at me, just like segueing into all these unpaid ad reads. I guess Hooked on Comics always have a spot on this show. Um, but yeah, no, you go over to Hooked on Comics, and that, that, that's where you get the books you missed on Tuesdays, Facebook, NSCLiveTV.com. Oh yeah, uh, 5 o'clock Eastern Time. Yep, you'll know all about it. So, uh, yeah, let's just talk about the stuff, huh? Um, American Vampire. American Vampire, 1976, on the FOC list this week. This is number six of a niner. Two covers on that one. Uh, Green Lantern Season 2, Issue Number 12, wrapping up in that Maxi series. Are we going to get more Green Lantern? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, probably a Season 3, to be honest. Um, I haven't really been reading Green Lantern lately, but what Morrison and Sharp has been doing, I would imagine, is pretty badass. Uh, Liam Sharp is always a badass. Grant Morrison's just a little dense for me a lot of times. It's not bad. Not bad. I just don't have the time for him. That's all. It's a shame to say that out loud to everybody. Uh, let's see here. Joker. Joker number one. Looks like it was extended on the FOCs. Uh, cause I'm pretty sure that was on the FOC last week. Uh, one, two, three, four covers on this one. Now at least they're giving us, uh, giving us some image art to go off of. Um, yeah. Cool Matina variant on that. But not much different from, I don't know. I feel like... Matina needs to switch it up a little bit on Batman. I don't know. The dude's uber fucking talented, but me being, you know, a super fan of his, I guess I'm starting to get a little critical. You know, collecting so much of his art, I'm starting to see a lot of repetition, you know, just slight changes in his stuff. And I know that's kind of his reputation, I guess, but at the same time, I know what he's capable of doing. He's still capable of doing incredibly mind-blowing original art. He's just just kind of like Momoko in a way. In a way. In a way. Um, just overburdened. Overburdened with work. When you're that good. Well, <laughs> when, when you're as good as Matina. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now you're going to get a lot of work. So, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, let's see, Superman continuing on with its 29th issue. Make sure you pre-order that. There's a wraparound variant, neato. Uh, Superman, uh, red and blue. Why do I feel like this is... No, maybe not. This isn't last week's FOCs. Um, (laughs) is it? Son of a bitch. 215. Yeah, it's not the 15th yet. Okay, so, uh, (laughs) sorry guys. I just feel like a lot of stuff might have been pushed back, or maybe deja vu or something. Am I in the Matrix? Whoa. Superman Red and Blue. Number one of a little six-parter. Two, three covers on that one to choose from. Uh, That Bermejo variant is incredibly neato. Uh, Sweet Tooth, The Retoin, on its fifth issue of a little six-part miniseries. Following up the Jeff Lemire Sweet Tooth original run. Wonder Woman on its 770th issue, two covers on that one, and uh, the B cover being, it's again a pretty neato wraparound variant, Travis Moore. So yeah, not a lot on the FOCs this week from DC, but yeah, there you go. Let's head on over into the rest of the stuff, huh? The stuff that you have until Monday, but for the sake of safety, better early than, you know, never. The longer you procrastinate, that's, that's, that's how I miss shit. Uh, I actually, two weeks ago, I completely forgot in, forgot to put in my Marvel FOC. I was like, yeah, I got a day. Yeah, I got a few hours. And the next thing you know, whoops, it's tomorrow. And uh, I missed out on some books because of it. It sucks. Um, but, yeah, so it's incredibly important. Incredibly, incredibly important not to procrastinate. Don't take it for granted. Uh, all right, Vault. What's coming out from Vault in the near future that must be ordered immediately? Automobile. Number five, two covers on that one, and Vampire, The Masquerade. Number six, I feel like it's been a couple months since we've seen that one. Or maybe time has just slowed down. 
And then uh, Wasted Space on its 20th issue. Good lord. Awesome. There you go. That's Vault Comics. Any Valiant? A little Valiant. Gotta order your Bloodshot. Your 12th issue of Bloodshot. It's gotta be a thing. Right away. God, I love Valiant books, man. They're <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, anything from Titan? No Titan this week. Source Point. Oh, yeah. Oh, so get this. I know. Once again, this is another one that was pushed back. But because of high, high demand, Cult of Dracula, Cult of Dracula is pushed back again because they they won't, they would rather have the right amount of first printings than um, having to keep sending it in to second printing. And Richard Davis, who has been on this podcast, who is an incredibly um, fine human being, is doing something awesome. If you can get your store, your local comic book shop, to add 100 copies, just 100 copies of this book um, by the FOC cutoff date, then he will fly out to your store and do a signing. How fucking cool is that? How cool is that? Richard David, like I, I've got, I've got the OG Cult of Dracula on my wall. I got the the Cult of Dracula back when it was gonna go to Second Sight, before you know Richard Davis realized he was way better off going to to Source Point, because um, now his book's actually distributed. You know, Second Sight. Without, I don't mean any disrespect, but Second Sight's been saying they're gonna be in Diamond for, fuck, ten months now, if not a year, and it's not a thing. Haven't seen it yet. I keep being told it's coming, but haven't happened yet. So naturally, Richard Davis took his book. What was going? It was going to be the first book coming out of Second Sight, and said, "Yeah, I'm taking my ball, and I'm I'm gonna go where people actually will see my book, Source Point Press." And boom, look at this. So much, so much attention on it now that the FOCs are pushed back. That rarely happens um, with uh, Source Point books. It's not so much a thing. Like maybe Dead End Kids, it might happen. Um, and I don't, I'm not even sure if it has happened with that. It says a lot about this. And it, it's, there's, uh, I'm so pumped on this book, man. I have every fucking cover I can get my hands on. I've already got issue number two. Mm-hmm. In, in, in print, not, not digital. In print. It showed up yesterday. Um, man, <laughs> you're going to want to get on this series. I'm telling you, this is, this is the one. I know I said it last week. I know I said it last week, but it's, this is, I'm pretty sure this is still the one. We can continue on with the FOCs, and I may change my mind, but this book is going to be friggin' huge. Uh, let's move on from Source Point Press. Let's go to... Uh, i got some scrolling to do here. Uh, Ahoy? Wrong Earth, Night and Day, number three. So yeah, out of Ahoy, if you're not familiar with Ahoy, they're a little itty-bitty publisher that puts out super hilarious books. Um, you know, and then put out like Second Coming and all types of good stuff. Billionaire Island, both Mark Russell books actually, but still lots of everything they do. They're they're a comedy line, is what they are. So if you want to laugh, then you can hardly, hardly, if not ever, go wrong with the uh, Ahoy Comics. So Wrong Earth, Night and Day, number three. If you're looking for something new and juicy, uh, Aftershock. Ooh, look at that! Oh my gosh, um, Knock 'em Dead, number four. For some reason, this series still has not shown up on my pull list. I don't know why. It's on my pull list. I add it every single week because the week before, the book didn't show up. I don't know what's going on with this. Um, it's a bummer. I, I'm probably going to have to trade weight it now because I have a feeling. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm the only one that's speculating on this book. But I, and I'm not even necessarily speculating. Um, well, maybe I am. I think it's going to be a hit. It's just me. Uh, now, <laughs> I talked, I've been talking a lot about this book lately, a lot, about Maniac of New York, wondering if we were going to see a second issue, you know, ripoff, I don't know, apparently we are going to see a second issue, at least as of now, on the FOCs for Aftershock Comics, we have Maniac of New York number two, get it, get it, get it, I am telling you, you do not want to miss this book, it's... Uh, I mean, it's up there with Cult of Dracula for me. It, it really is. And beyond that, not just Maniac of New York from Aftershock this week, as far as being on that level of do not take your eyes off this book, Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor number three. The amazing David Peppos. This series is so fucking good. I keep getting the books early, um, digitally. He sends me the books 
and I don't look at them. I don't look at them because I want to read them. I want to flip them. Um, there, there's not really, yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get much better than what's coming out from Aftershock Comics this week, guys, and Source Point Press for that matter. You know, don't sleep on little indies. I'm, I can't stress that enough. You cannot sleep on little indies. They are ruling the fucking comic world right now. It's, it's amazing. And you know how much easier it is for an indie comic to be developed into a film than it is something with huge IPs that are owned by like Disney and Warner Brothers? So much easier. So if you really want to see these things um, in another format, then fucking support them and buy the books. That's all there is to it. It's going to be a lot easier for that to happen, for things to get picked up and optioned and all of that good stuff. So that's, that's how you make that happen. Boom. Boom Studios. Last Witch, number three. One, two cover. Yep, two covers on that one. Is that Jorge Corona? That's Jorge Corona. Oh, good lord. So I couldn't mistake his art. Ah, oh, he's so good. I love it. What is it? Last Witch, I'm not familiar with it. I'm sure I've said it a couple of times before on the podcast, because I don't really skip anything, but yeah. Uh, Luna, number two of a little five-part miniseries. Two covers on that one due to be ordered by Monday. Mighty Morphin on its fifth issue. Mm-hmm. We're always reading Mighty Morphin, right? Three covers on that one. Proctor Valley Road, number one. What is this? Got 11 number one from Boom. You never know these days. Uh, Alex Child and uh, Grant Morrison. You may have heard of Grant Morrison before. Perfect for fans of Paper Girls and Die. Eh. Visionary writer Grant Morrison, Alex Child. Uh, and a chilling new horror series about ooh, horror, about the mysterious monsters that haunt Proctor Valley Road and their four misfit teenagers who must stop them. And uh, I'm just going to read it, because I, mean, I don't know who these characters are, so I'm not going to name them off by name. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, fucking why not? Why not? I think that's a... I think that's a hit. Grant Morrison doing a boom book, boom with their... Uh, with their first look deal with Netflix, it's just a matter of time before we start seeing these boom books being developed officially. It's only a matter of time. Uh, honestly, I think if it wasn't for Corona, we would already be talking about it, but what do I know? I think this has a series written all over it. And we got Spectre Inspectors number two on the FOCs this week. Balam Gurdy and Caitlin Musto. Uh, after encountering a real afterlife demon while looking for ghosts in the most haunted town in America, Noah, Co, Gus, and Astrid are on the hunt for the, this particular devil's true name to try to free Astrid from its demonic influence. Yeah, man. Right? Sounds neat. Sounds like something I probably should have picked up the first issue of. Whatever. Um, from Dynamite. Classic smut. Just classic. From IDW. I know it kind of sounds like I talk shit on Dynamite, and I, I really don't mean to. You like what you like, but I'm not going to take the effort of going through and naming off 17 variant covers for the 14th issue of a book that probably no one is really actually reading. They're really only collecting for cover art, because Lord knows, and I would bet money on this, if Di- uh, Dynamite only did A covers of their books. Dynamite would not be in the business of selling floppies. They would only, only be selling hardcover video game books out of Barnes & Noble and GameStop. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. So for that, I'm, you know, I can't be mad at them for doing that too much because every once in a while something still comes out of Dynamite that's worth picking up, like a James Bond book or, a, you know, The Boys, something like that. So, yeah, that, that, that's where I land on that. Don't think I'm trying to steer you away from Dynamite. If you like tits and ass on your covers all over the place, go for it. Me, I got kids, and I don't like asking or answering questions like that right now. Too young for this shit. Uh, <laughs> that's the excuse I'm going for. IDW, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 279. One, two, two covers on that one. Look at Olfico Osio getting a variant. Nice. It's good to see him getting some badass work. Uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic on its 96th issue. You know there's two covers on that one. Uh, Some Star Trek. A little one-shot maybe, The Next Generation. The Gift. A little $6 book. Uh, So yeah, if you're reading Star Trek, there you go. Some TNG for that ass. 
Uh, and some TMNT for that ass. The Turtles ongoing, number 115. You got your Sophie Co uh, Campbell cover. You got your Kevin Eastman variant, as per usual. If you're not reading Turtles, you really are seriously missing out. It's amazing. <laughs> I started reading at issue 98, and I've been in love ever since. 97 issues behind. Uh, Dark Horse. Looks like we got some Dark Horse stuff this week. Black Hammer Visions, number two of a little eight-part series. Uh, two, three covers on that one. Oh, what do you know? A video game book, God of War, Fallen God, a little four-part mini-series. They're just gearing up to turn that into a hardcover so they know they're going to really sell it. Uh, Norse Mythology from Neil Gaiman's two covers on that one. David Mack getting the badass variant again. Uh, Resident Alien. Your ride's here. Number four. Just one cover. And then, uh, True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys National Anthem, wrapping up with its sixth issue. Make sure you get it on your pull list by Monday, or you might not. Now let's wrap up the indie FOCs this week, huh? <sighs> Can you imagine if I actually had somebody else to talk to on this podcast how long it would take? I'm just going through mentioning books. If I went through and actually had somebody on the other end of this table to go through, I would, I would, you guys wouldn't listen to me. It would just be too much. I, I would never fucking shut up. <laughs> um, that's why I don't have a co-host. That's one of the 57,000 reasons I don't have a co-host. But probably the biggest one. Um, I just, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see what happened when I had Ken M from ODPH on the podcast for the Cheersies? Three hours and some odd minutes. Whew. Fuck, I didn't even get to everything I wanted to talk about. I had to cut myself short. <sighs> I love talking about comics, man. Even about the stuff I haven't read yet. Image Comics, coming out, or due to be ordered, by Monday, coming out in the very new future. I'd say three to four weeks from now. Birthright, on its 47th issue. Make sure you get on that. Uh, Commanders in Crisis, sixth issue. Halfway through a 12-part maxi-series. I do believe, probably better off to be read... 1 through 12 all at once. I'm not saying don't buy the floppies and just get the trade. I'm not saying that because when I trade weight, I, I still... If I'm trade waiting or trade waiting something that I started on issue number one, that means I'm, I have it on my pull list for the d duration. I'm not reading a trade. I'm reading 12 issues. So, yeah. That's, that's where that is. Commanders in Christ. Four, four fucking variants on that still. Still a whole lot of variants. See, this is what tells me. I think Image has big plans for this book. I think they do. Um, I, Image knows it's bigger than it is now. It will be bigger than it is now. I think, yeah, I don't know. That's just me, me speculating. Deep Beyond? Deep Beyond, number two of a little 12-part maxi-series. Four issues on that one, or four covers on that one. Homesick Pilots on its fourth issue. Make sure you pre-order it by Monday. Carmen, a number one. Carmen number one by Gillam March. Nice, nice. All the way through. And the art. All right. Spanish writer and artiste is best known for his... Yeah, no, we know what he's known for. Okay, come on. Get to the thing. The Dream with your... Uh, uh, so much introduction to the introduction. Jesus Christ. Takes up his pen. Oh my God, it's still going. Pa I, I don't know what this book's about. I don't know what this book's about. It just says this guy's doing stuff, and it's packed with stuff, and he's known for this, and he has done that, and you'll be surprised, and there's stuff. So, get excited. Um... I fucking hate previews, worlds, introductions about 75% of the time. Whether it's not um, the, the proofread or just no thought has gone into it whatsoever. Like, I really thought by the end of this, uh, the best you could get out is packed with surprises and metaphysics. This gorgeously drawn series deploys tenderness and humor and it dives deep into topics that matter. Yeah, that's that's comics. That's fucking comic books. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, three covers on that. I'm not, I'm not talking shit on the book at all. I'm going to pick up the book. I just don't know what the fuck that introduction was about. I'm a little shaken up by that. 
Outcast, Robert Kirkman, 48. There you go. Radiant Black, number one, second printing. I'm going to have to pick up the second printing because like a dumbass, like a dumbass, I did not add the first one to my pull list for some reason, or it was missed or something, but whoopsie doodles. I, I think this, yeah, they're, they're saying this is the series that's going to tie or cross over a bunch of other publishers and all this shit, but I thought that was crossover. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's still speculation around it. As far, but the thing that worries me is that from what I've heard, the people that have read it, they're like, yeah, I mean, it was okay. So there's not a, a whole lot of buzz about how great it was, unfortunately. Um, there's just a buzz about what it could potentially be. So we'll see. Um, Rat Queens, 25 issues. Fuck, it's taken like three and a half years for them to get to 25 issues, but that's because quality matters. And then lastly, from the Indies, do to be ordered by Monday, Siestas. Number nine, You're, it's a beautiful book. It's just a beautiful book. Maybe better read, you know, in art completions, but overall still stunning. Now let's wrap up the FOCs. Let's talk Marvel Comics. Uh, let's see. All right, let's just start out with Amazing Spider-Man number 55, third printing. Um, yeah, it's it's the Gleason variant. It's the Webhead variant, just blue on black. Um, am I going to get it? Yeah. Shh. Am I going to say you need to order 50 covers of this to make sure you get your 1 in 50 variant? No. Nope. Because I don't think that 1 in 50 variant 3 hours after the shops open will be selling for what you would pay for that. Um, so, I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I just saw how the second printing played out. It's flooded the market, and because of that, people might say, oh, I'm going to back off the third printing, but I don't think so, because I hear most people saying, I like the blue cover the most, so that means it's probably going to be ultra-ordered. And I, I've talked about this before, on the, you know, I think in the last episode, about you know where I land on this whole webhead thing, and what it does for the original, and you know how the value spikes and all of that. So I, um, I, I'm going to order two copies. Or, well, I'm going to order three. Let's put it that way. I always, Just because it's a black cover, ordering three gives me just one more out in case two of them are damaged. And that's all it is. And I'm just playing my cards right because these books have been coming in damaged. So there you go. Also, Amazing Spider-Man 61, that ongoing uh, two covers on that one. Um, uh, a Captain American Anniversary Tribute. There you go. Uh, $6 book. Mark Brooks getting a variant. That's neat. Oh, finally. Finally. Uh, Children of the Atom, number one on the FOCs. This book has been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and finally, here it is. And just two covers to boot. Good on you, Marvel. Good on you. I really hope this one makes it out there. It feels, feels like it could be pretty amazing. Um, I would say it's one to speculate on. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Other, uh, I don't know. There could be new characters popping up in here. We'll see. We'll see. Lately, new mutants popping up hasn't really caused much of a spike in the books. I think they're more long-term holds. But, hey, long-term is long-term, man. Uh, look at these Marvel trading cards right now, <laughs> 30 years later. Uh, Conan the Barbarian on its 19th issue. Make sure you get on that by Monday. Daredevil on its 28th issue. Uh, there's a height Daredevil thing variant. I don't have an image for that, but could be neato. Is that David Mack doing the... No, that's Marco Cicchetto. Cicchetto. Huh. For a second, it zoomed, or zoomed out like that. Almost looked like David Mack doing the variant. That's all Marco. Fuck, he draws Kingpin nice. Um, Deadpool Nerdy and 30 looks like it was pushed back another week on the FOCs. There you go. At least three of the covers. Or were there only three covers? I don't know. Um, ugh. Uh, and I only say ugh because Lee Field's tainting the book. Naturally. Naturally. Why wouldn't he? It ruins everything good. Uh, Eternals on its third issue. There you go. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think that I'm going to finally start understanding what the hell's going on in the Eternals eventually, but I don't know. Uh, two covers on that one. 
E Immortal Hulk number 44. They say they're going to continue on, it looks like. No cancel, cancel. Uh, yep, there's an homage variant, and there's a two-tone variant as well. So apparently that's going to be the theme this this month, or this FOC with these Marvel variants. There's a Spider-Man two-tone. Uh, Hulk two-tone. Maybe a couple more, I don't know. There you go. Star Wars on its 12th issue. There is an action figure variant of whom it does not give me yet, unfortunately. And there's also an Empire Strikes Back variant as well. Uh, Strange Academy on its ninth issue. Three covers on that one. Doctor Strange getting a two-tone. Pretty neat. Kind of like that one. Probably has the most detail in it. Uh, I don't know. They all got a decent amount of detail, actually. Yeah, they're pretty good. The more I look at them, the more I like them. Very simple. Uh, Taskmaster number four. I hear number three, some shit happened. For whatever reason, this series isn't on my pull list. I might have fucked that up. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah. Uh, two covers on that one. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thor and Loki Double Trouble. Okay, it's another one of those Double Trouble books. Thor and Loki. Number one, little four-parter... Three, four covers on this one. Neato. Uh, sweet homage variant, though. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of an homage variant. Is it? I don't know. Hard to say. Reminiscent. Is that Erica Henderson? It sure is. Look at me. Look at me. Um, and then lastly on the... Nope, not lastly. Second to lastly on the FOCs this week, the fourth issue and final issue of Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. A little... Um, anthology mini-series of black and white and red Wolverine comics, naturally. And now, finally, X-Factor number 8. If you're not reading X-Factor, you're missing out on possibly the the best Dawn of X series out there. Quite possibly. Definitely a top top 15, no doubt about it. So that's it. Those are the FOCs. Well, as I mean, like I say, every podcast, I can't stress it enough how important starting a pull list and pre-ordering your books really is, not just for yourself, saving time, headache, heartache, um, all of that, but also for the industry as well. Everybody else thanks you when you pre-order your books. That's all there is to it. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take a little break poo, and uh, I'll be right back to talk about the book slated to hit your slots on the 17th of February, 2021. Have you ever found yourself confused about the current state of the MCU or whatever the hell is happening with the DC universe? Do you often have no idea what the hell the difference is between craft beer and that butt ice stuff at the gas station? Well, then look no further. We present to you Hops Geek News. We're yet another geek and beer podcast in an already oversaturated market. All right, all right. We drink and we pretend we know things. More often than not, we don't really know things, but we do talk some really great topics and we most definitely can drink. We'll deliver you news and then dive into any random topic you might have never knew you actually were passionate about. With lots of fun facts about beer. And from Marvel to DC and Star Wars, and to why Die Hard is most definitely a Christmas movie. Which it is. Basically anything that our spouses are sick of hearing us talk about. Join us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. New episodes weekly. Just search Hops News. All right, as promised, I am back to talk about new comic book day itself the stuff that you probably already pre-ordered right if you listen to this podcast i'm just gonna assume you pre-ordered it right uh <laughs> or maybe you are someone that just uh, waits it out and hopes on wednesday those people are out there weirdos uh <laughs> all right so let's just do this uh, let's talk about the books coming out next week let's start with the old dc um Tuesday, Wednesday, one of those days. Uh, it, it, it's hard to say. It's hard to say with DC. And it just depends on your shop. So whatever. Uh, Bat Cat number three. 
Um, I'm hearing great things about this series through two issues, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I have a feeling I'm probably gonna want to read all twelve at once, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I read the first one, I just didn't really understand it, but yeah. Um, Catwoman. Oh, now we're now we're doing future state stuff. Okay, Catwoman number two. There you go. Uh, Immortal Wonder Woman. Number two from the old future state. Nightwing, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shazam, number two. Yep, I think this future state stuff starting to wrap up maybe, huh? How about, uh, let's see, Superman. War of, oh, hold on, no, Worlds of War. All right. All right, that's an interesting cover. Superman with a gray beard. Huh. Huh. Uh, and then the next Batman. Wrapping up with its fourth issue. This might be it. This might be all of Future State now before we get back into... I don't know. I could be wrong. There might be a little bit more. A wee bit more. I'm behind. Too behind to say. For sure. So, yeah. Then we also got some uh, Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Number 108. Uh, gotta love it. You're gonna love it. Is that gonna do it? I think that might do it. Some bitch that's gonna do it. Yeah, lots of trades coming out this week, though. Lots of trades coming out. Um, alright. Alright, that's all in DC. Not a lot. Not Definitely not a lot outside of Future State. Alright, let's, uh, let's get into the books coming out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the indies, like I tend to to do most of the time. Let's uh, let's start with Vault Comics. From Vault Comics, we have a number one. We've got Hollow Heart, Hollow Heart number one. Uh, yeah, Paul Alore and Paul Tucker, no relation. <laughs> uh, you know this this is one that I you know I I remember talking about on the old uh, uh, pre-order and one that I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered. Pretty sure. Seemed interesting enough. Uh, there were one, two, three, four, five covers on this one. And then another book that is on my pull list is a picture of everything else. Oh, yeah. Two cover, or this is number two coming out. I thought number two already came out. What? I'm lost. Why do I? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I just saw it on my invoice and it shipped late. Maybe that's what happened. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, no, that's Vault Comics. Don't sleep on the indies. Ooh, we got Valiant. We got a number one from Valiant at that. Uh, it's it's a it's a little mini series, but nevertheless, it's a Valiant series. So Savage, Savage number one, four covers on this. Yes, that's all I gotta say to this is yes. I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Who's doing this again? Oh, Max Bemis. Yeah, thousand percent yes. <laughs> that means it's gonna be fucking weird. Oh, guys, you're not reading Valiant books right now. This is, uh, I don't, I don't want this to sound insulting in any way, but this is the best era of Valiant books there is because it's just, uh, it's so straightforward. There's nothing confusing about the the series, um, or you know, I don't, I don't know. It's trust me, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, anything from Titan this week? Nope. Nope, not, 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 um, hmm, man, I sure am scrolling up a lot, oh, we got a little Mad Cave, gotta love some Mad Cave Studios, Hollywood Trash wrapping up with this fifth issue coming out on Wednesday, then we got Pantomime on its fourth of six, and Terminal Punks on its fourth of five, there you go, a whole lot of Mad Cave coming out next week, uh, I hope your shop orders Mad Cave, if you don't pre-order, you might not get it. Nope. Nope. Uh, let's see. Not a lot in the indies. Uh, Behemoth. Two Behemoth books. That's right. Hotline Miami Wildlife number six of a little eight-parter. And uh, Steambound number one. Did I put Steambound on my... Hmm... Giuseppe Androsi, Lorenzo De Santo. Whew, the art is awesome. Almost kind of like a Jorge Corona-ish in a way. 
I gotta say, very reminiscent of Jorge Corona. Uh, yeah, no, this this looks fucking awesome. I really hope that I put this one on my pull list. I don't know why I wouldn't. Hmm. I've definitely had my eye on Behemoth lately. They've been putting out some good stuff, so... I like to think that I have my eyes on it. Uh, Ahoy? A little bit of Ahoy. Uh, Penultiman? Penultiman? I'm never gonna say it, right? That's alright, it's it's fifth issue coming out this week. I probably won't be saying it again unless there's a second series. Uh, and then, uh, speaking of second series, second coming. Uh, Only Begotten Son, issue two in this second series. Oh yeah, man. Mark Russell. Mark Mathfucking Russell. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna actually wait till this one's completed and read it. Just like I did with the first series. And damn, was it worth it. The wait was worth it. Well, Aftershock, a little bit of Aftershock this week. We got Miskatonic on its fourth issue. Uh, we got Shadow Doctor number one. I did put this one on my pull list. I do know that. Definitely saw that on the invoice. Um, I think this might be something. I do. I have a feeling. I just have a feeling. The This this is a, a good spec book. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then We Live, number five. We Live, incredibly popular series right now. I was just scrolling Facebook a second ago, and I saw a whole goddamn thread of someone just saying, anybody else reading this? And 55,000 fucking comments. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. So, uh, for sure, man. Uh, we Live. Boom. Boom Studios. Abbott 1973, number two of a little five-parter. Two covers on this one. Expanse on its third issue. Two covers on this one. Uh, it's a little four-part miniseries. The Expanse. Isn't that like a TV show or something? Uh, Once in Future on its 16th issue. <laughs> used to go. There's going to be six issues at one point. Nope. Look at it now. Uh, Power Rangers. Coming out on its fourth issue. Yeah. Uh, and two covers on that one. The series is so goddamn good. That's it from Boom. Not a whole lot from Boom. One, two, three, four, five series. That's it. That's it. Any dynamite worth talking about? Mm, no. Nope. Just the huge. The huge. Huge boobs. IDW. Um, you may have heard of this book. You may have heard of this book. The Last Ronin. It is time. It is time for the second issue of Last Ronin to come out. Oh, guys, how excited are you for this? It's been, what, six weeks? Eight weeks? A million weeks since the first issue came out? It sure does feel like a million weeks. Um, uh, uh, I can't wait to see what comes out of this. And this is only just part two. There's still going to be three more issues after this. Hopefully, I come out a little more unscheduled. But you know what? I'll take what I can get. You don't rush art. That's all there is to it. You can't rush art. And when it's uh, Kevin Eastman and Ben Bishop and Peter Laird and all these other great, amazing people on this book, you don't fucking rush them. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And that's the sole book coming out of IDW. They don't need to do nothing because they know they're going to make... Uh, Probably gonna make a hundred thousand dollars this week. Probably, and that's big. That's big for a a small house publisher. I don't know. They might sell a hundred thousand. Co- ah, you know what? No, I take that back. The they they might make. I'm you know I'm a hmm. Let's say six hundred. Six hundred thousand dollars is what they make on this. Like eight eight eight. eight Five hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna call it a half million, cause I gotta take into account the discounts and all that shit. Um, yeah, I think this book sells a half a million dollars in copies. Boom. I mean IDW. <laughs> Any dark horse? A little dark horse. A little dark horse for you. Uh, Barbalian, Red Planet, number four of a little five-part miniseries out of the world of Black Hammer. Two covers on that one. And we got Stranger Things, Dind, D and D. Crossover, yeah, Stranger Things crossing over with the old Dungeons and Dragons for the fourth time. One, two, three, four covers on this one. 
fun stuff, right? That's a crossover that was meant to be. Uh, we have some Hellboy. Some uh, some Hellboy youth. Young Hellboy, The Hidden Land, at number one of a four-parter. Uh, two covers on that one. Mignola on the B. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And let's wrap up the indies. Oh, there's some good ones here. Wrap up the indies with Image Comics. We have Araya, Heavenly Creatures one-shot. Um, now one, two, three, four. Four covers on that one. Mm-hmm. What is it? Let's talk about it for a second. Uh, Brian Holguin and Brian Haberlin and Jay and Anacleto. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So Lady Kildare. Cool. Um, Expatriate Princess of... Uh, no, you know what? Already too many words that aren't real words in here. Um, looks beautiful, though. <laughs> I'm not saying don't read it for that fact. I'm saying I'm not going to read the description for that fact. Uh, yeah, it's just a little one-shot, so there's obviously no real... Um, how, how do you say a Fucking dedication, if you will. It's, it's got a... Boom, one and done. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Excellence. Two covers on the 10th issue of Excellence coming out. Family Tree on its 11th issue. More Jeff Lemire. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, ha-ha. I have a feeling this book is going to go way further than six issues. That's just me. That's just me. In the meantime, we'll deal with the second issue. There's two covers to pick up, both of them. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that B cover though. That B cover is something fantastic. Oh, I love that so much. Like I said, I have an affinity for creepy clowns. So I think all clowns are creepy, but purposely creepy clowns. That's my shit, man. Ooh, this is my series. This was meant for me. Did you guys read that first issue? Jesus Christ! You didn't just buy it to flip it, did you? Buy it, buy it to send it out to CGC, let no one ever read it, and just buy it to put it in a box. Good. Good. Tell me all about it at Cheers to Comics. Uh, Stillwater. Stillwater, on its sixth issue, mm-hmm, is, is this, where is it? Yep, end of a story arc. Oh, this might be an ongoing. Cool. Alright, so after the sixth issue, I'm gonna go through, bam, six issues. All the way through, I'm gonna get caught up on Stillwater, because I hear amazing things. About this series. It's Chip Zarsky, You know. And Mike Spicer is. Probably my favorite colorist out there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally. Finally. The Walking Dead. Number nine. The Lux. So it's The Walking Dead ninth issue. As per usual. Only this time a little more vivid. You gotta see the color of the blood. On account of the chromatic scale. They have involved here on this deluxe edition. Good stuff. I'm loving this series. I love reading this book bi-weekly. It, it's, uh, it's fun. And that's all for the indies. You know, not a whole lot of books coming out, but at the same time, the ones that are coming out, I feel like it's, I'm going to be getting almost all of them. So, <laughs> uh, fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. Now let's wrap up this bad boy. Let's talk Marvel. Marvel Comics coming out Wednesday. Um, we've got Black Knight. Number one, the facsimile edition. I would think that this is probably worth picking up. You know, I overlooked the facsimiles for a long time. And then I started collecting homage covers. And then I realized, you know, the best way to actually get the fucking cover on the wall is to collect the goddamn facsimiles. And then, and then, I got into the, uh, you know, I guess you could say the, uh, the flipping market. And over time, I realized, son of a bitch, these facsimiles actually gain value. Because um, they're reprints of very iconic issues that are, you know, blue chip books. Not easy to get if you're, you know, limited financially in almost any way, shape, or form at all. <laughs> so, yeah, facsimiles, man. I'm on them. I'm on them now. Uh, Black Widow, number five. There you go. Two covers on that. Oh, it's an alien. Oh, man. It's an alien week. God damn. That is good. 
That is good. Oh, you know what I just realized? This is the week that I didn't put in my uh, my FOCs, I believe. I could be wrong. Nope, nope, this is not. This is not. Never mind. Um, yeah, no, Black Widow. Uh, boom. Awesome. Cable, number eight. Captain America, number 27. I mean, I, you guys are already reading this stuff, right? Just reminding you. Uh, but there is a pretty awesome fucking alien variant on <laughs> Captain America as well. And then we've got Champions, number four. Loving this series. Loving the hell out of this series. Um, two covers on that one. Iron Heart getting a Black History Month cover. Gotta love it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy on its 11th issue. We're counting down to something, but now I kind of got a feeling what we're counting down to. We're counting down to a whole new Guardians team is what it seems like. And that's exciting. And when I originally saw that, because, you know, they're doing this whole Heroes Reborn thing. When I originally saw that, I was like, God damn it. Another Guardians reboot? Nope. Nope, new teams carrying on through 13, 14, 15, 16th issue. All still done by the same creative team, Al Ewing, and that, that is exciting. I like that they actually kept that going. And it seems that Al Ewing gets to keep long runs. Yeah. Um, kind of speaking of Al Ewing, I don't think Al Ewing did the book. No, Declan Shelby did the book. Immortal Hulk Flatline. A uh, potential new first appearance in here. Um, and tease, there's a new bad gamma dude. So, woo. will uh, will he last? Will he become a thing? I don't know. We all know villain speculation is really really tricky. You know, if they're not a an iconic live on forever type of villain, then obviously then no, there's there's no speculation around this issue at all. But if whoever this song bitch turns out to be uh, gives Hulk, you know, more than a few issues, then granted, this is just a one shot. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think I pre-ordered a couple. I think I got a couple just in case. So I mean, I definitely. I'm biting a little bit. I'm not going heavy on it. You know, I'm not ordering 25 of it, but, yeah. And there is a variant as well on that. Um, Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, on its second issue of a little six-part miniseries. Uh, one, two, three covers on that one. Iron Man on its sixth issue. Oh, god damn. I love this series so much. I'm going to say it again. It is your friendly neighborhood Iron Man, and that's what I want. That's what I want. This is... A great version of Tony Stark. It really is. It's a uh, uh, old school man. Old school. Let's put it that way. OG. Um, pre MCU Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, King in Black. King in Black number four. I think it was uh Jason Inman that said that on the podcast, and that stuck with me. It's like, yeah, you're absolutely fucking right. Um, man, Cantwell's doing an incredible job on Iron Yeah, I'm still on Iron Man. <laughs> okay, now I'm back. Uh, King in Black, number four. Uh, yeah, man. It's ending soon here. I, th- this is, I guess it is only a five-parter. I thought it was six, but probably for the best. Um, yeah, connecting variant, spoiler variant, tattoo variant. You know, the usual. Four, four covers. Um, then we got our tie-ins. We got... Planet of the Symbiotes, number two, tying in there. Uh, two covers on that one. Kyle Holtz getting a fucking amazing B cover. Both covers on that are incredible. Uh, well, what's going to happen with Plague, man? Is Plague going to be offed? Is Plague going to live on? That's another one. You know, Planet of the Symbiotes, number one, be a thing. First appearance of Plague. We'll see. I said it's really hard to, to gauge villains, especially in freaking Venom stuff. The only villain that's really stuck around and all 30 issues of Venom that might be worth uh, <laughs> speculating on is clearly Null, you know, a fucking Codex and Virus. Yeah, you know, speculation for a second until the reveals were, you know, came out. So that's, uh, whew, hard to say, man. But I kind of do hope that Plague sticks around, to be perfectly honest, because the the host of that symbiote 
you know, uh, Cortland Cassidy. That's fucking metal. That's rad as shit. You know, the ancestor of Carnage, of Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, that's that's dope. And Carnage like the only other symbiote besides Venom that really is worth a damn. And don't tell me Scream because, mm, nah, I'm not buying it. Uh, that that Scream has a cult following. That's 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 about it. For now, for now, no, don't say that. Uh, Marauders, Marauders on its 18th issue. We're all reading Marauders. One of the best things coming out of Dawn of X. Out of the many beautiful things coming out of that. Uh, more Marvel stuff. Alex Ross stuff. I don't know. Uh, f- for the five issue, I don't know. Number five of a six-parter. I think this is like the 17th Marvel Marvels Marvel series. I don't know. They just drop an S, add an S. I don't know. Um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, tying into King and Black. 23rd issue, uh, Black History Month variant as well. Um, this might go down as my favorite Marvel f- uh, miniseries uh, of the year, if not ever. And that's Modoc Head Games on its third issue now. Just a little four-parter. Um, I'm really trying hard to get Jason um, Bloom on the podcast. He said he'd come on after the fourth issue, so I just yeah. But oh, I want to talk now. But at the same time, it's probably best. Probably best that we have four issues to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be so fucking. I love this series so goddamn much. I'm a Modoc fanboy. You know, that's, that's my dude. So, not enough Modoc in the world. Uh, Savage Avengers on its 18th issue, tying into King and in Black. Looks like there's uh, three covers on that one. Spider Woman on its ninth issue. There you go. Thor. 12th issue, yeah. This is good stuff, man. Good stuff in Thor. Uh, X-Men Legends, number one. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's an amalgam of, I don't know. It's just all new tales, starring favorite X-Men spanning classic eras. Yes, I picked it up. Uh, could there possibly be speculation behind this book? I don't know, considering it's classic tales. Um, or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Or, like, classic eras. Favorite X-Men. If it's our favorite X-Men, it can't be a new X-Men, right? Right? I don't know. I do know one thing, though. Um, I got the action figure variant. <laughs> uh, looks like there are a total of four covers on this book, though. And there you go. That's it. That's all that's coming out. I think I mentioned Jim near just about everything. Uh, so, start a pull list. You know, don't, don't fight the crowds on Wednesdays. Uh, it, it's just, yeah. Um, yeah, I appreciate you listening this far. I appreciate you tuning in, as always. As always, I always appreciate all you guys. Share this with your friends. Tell another podcast friend. You know, maybe... Maybe you have a friend that reads comics that you just assume listens to this podcast and doesn't. <laughs> um, let them know about it. Uh, I appreciate all the all the love I can get. Um, uh, leave uh, retunes, <laughs> reviews on Apple Podcast, iTunes, whatever the hell you want to call it. That really is the best way to help out this podcast. I also have tons of new content up on Patreon. I really, really, really mean it. There's all types of episodes up there that are sandbagged. Some of them aren't going to be available for four or five weeks. That's how many episodes I have sandbagged. So, yeah. Yep. Um, get on it. All types of great creators that I've talked to on Patreon. Just, just a dollar a month. That's it. Sign up for a dollar. And uh, you get the interviews ad-free, uh, raw, so no intro, no outro, me reminding you of anything. <laughs> it's just me hitting record and us talking. That's it. So, um, yeah, get on it. Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. As always, please stay safe out there. Um, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Thank you.
Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.